this webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. From WebmasterRadio.fm, welcome to the Joel Com Show. Hanging out with the masters of marketing, the sultans of social, and the titans of traffic. New York Times best-selling author and serial entrepreneur, Joel Kahn, will inspire, inform, and entertain you. Search, social, local, mobile, and everything Web 2.0. It's all here on The Joel Kahn Show. Please welcome your host, Joel Kahn. It's a beautiful Wednesday here in the Rocky Mountains. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's going to be another hot one. We could use some of the rain that is uh, pounding the East Coast right now. And of course, our, our prayers and thoughts go out to those in the path of uh, the uh, the storm, uh, Nicole, that uh, in fact is heading right towards the Webmaster Radio crew as well there. So everybody over there on the team, uh, duck and cover and, and be safe. Um, interesting topic today because it's one that is becoming increasingly near to my heart. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of traveling, and when I go from city to city, invariably, uh, I, I leave the hotel and walk around and, and see uh, in the urban areas that there is a national plague, a problem that we're dealing with uh, as a nation and uh, as communities that is, is really intolerable. It's something that uh, something can be done about many times and there's people out there that are actually doing something about it and what I'm talking about is the problem of homelessness now I don't have exact numbers and statistics and we're going to discover some of those uh, numbers today as we talk to our special guest his name is Ken John and he is the uh, creator of homelessgear.com and uh, he works out of northern Colorado, and they've got a really simple mission. What they do is they collect unwanted outdoor gears, things such as sleeping bags, tents, tarps, packs, and basic clothing, things like coats, rain gear, boots, and hygiene products. And their goal is to distribute these to the homeless. And, you know, the goal is to hopefully make their days more bearable and the nights, even more importantly, more survivable for men, for women, for youth and kids as they seek to get back on their feet. And a couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity, uh, really the privilege of joining Ken at a distribution of goods up in Fort Collins. Uh, and it was just a really amazing time. And uh, honestly, it was uh, so moving at one point I had to pull off and, and just take a moment uh, to be by myself because there was people waiting uh, in line, hoping that their number would be called for a, a few tarps 
that they had on hand. There weren't enough for everybody. There was just a few. And um, waiting in line for a tarp for something that you can get at Walmart for, you know, $3.99 or so. And uh, it's, it was really cool to see these people light up when they found that people cared about them and um, that people are out there making a difference. So uh, Ken John is with me here actually in the studio. Ken, welcome. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate uh, being here. Now, you have an interesting background. Um, you, you actually gave up a corporate business lifestyle to go into this type of work. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing before. Um, I was pretty fortunate. I uh, uh, bought into a sporting goods manufacturing company, and it was a small local regional to northern Colorado business, and I was able to to grow it over 20 years into a good-sized company, and we manufactured athletic equipment for uh, baseball stadiums and football stadiums and schools, and um, I had the opportunity to enjoy that life for 20 years, but uh, decided that there was something more out there for me than, uh, than the for-profit business world. So you did well in business, so you, you understood about business and, and uh, probably what you're discovering is that a lot of those business principles you bring into the work that you're now doing in running homeless gear. Absolutely. There's there's really no difference between running a nonprofit or running a for-profit. All those same business principles and marketing principles still apply. So what happened in 2008 that caused this major shift for you? You know, I probably, you know, saw the stereotypical person on the streets either pushing a shopping cart or with two big plastic bags recognizing instantly that that person was struggling to transport all their worldly belongings in 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 this way that's it that's what they had with them is what they have that's basically the life of uh, the homeless is that they you know, they have to uh, survive by taking their, their worldly goods from place to place. And so I thought initially I could do something about at least that transportation piece. I'm a backpacker and a hiker, and what I do for pleasure sometimes, carrying my needs on my back, I thought, well, maybe I could do that and weave that into my manufacturing process. And so you saw the need and you saw uh, your particular passion, how you can meet that need, and what did you do next? Uh, you know, I struggled with trying to keep the company growing and doing what I needed to do from that side and realizing the vision of trying to help these folks. And, and frankly, I wasn't able to do both simultaneously. So I, I took advantage of something that was sent my way. One of my customers decided to investigate whether Promats was for sale or not. And of course, we had no thought of selling the company. That was, that was nowhere on the horizon. But I woke up one morning thinking, this might be my opportunity, staring myself in the face, to be able to realize the goal of being able to help the homeless. Um, by selling the company. And a year later, um, I was able to sell the company and frankly put myself in a position where I could devote full time to meeting this vision. And, and then 
you know, it's okay, I'm going to help the homeless. I mean, you have, you're starting with nothing except a vision. What do you do? Well, I think, you know, just like any, any other business plan, you've got to go out and make sure what you think is the reality out there is the reality. So I had to go and talk to um, shelters and places that serve the homeless and said, you know, I think there's a gap in the product that is being provided to the homeless. And I suspect you're not getting things like sleeping bags and backpacks and gear. I, I know you're probably getting basic clothing and you you see the occasional boot drive every once in a while, but you don't see that effort to deal with the fact that these folks are on the street in the elements. Um, and so I had to, to see, is that indeed true? And so from the point of view of the people that provide for the homeless, they, they verified that if if you could somehow collect this product, we can distribute it. We, we have the need. The need is out there. That's so amazing to me because I think, wow, this is basic stuff. And, you know, we, we always think that, well, people donate, you know, their pants and their shirts and occasionally coats. But the, the things that they need just for housing, just to stay warm, just to stay dry, uh, that need really is not being met in very many places. Well, and I, and I thought you know, maybe this was a northern Colorado issue, that those needs weren't being made here. And as I've been doing this now for two and a half years, I've, I've not found another organization that year-round specifically focuses on the gear, outdoor clothing side of the, the problem. So it's, it's a national issue. My guest today, Ken John from HomelessGear.com. Listen, folks, this is really important, and if uh, you're listening right now, please uh, go out there and tweet and tell some others to come in here and join us to talk about this really important topic. Uh, yes, I, I really am uh, pulling at heartstrings today because I want uh, for each one of us, I, I believe it's so important that we're plugged into something where we are giving back and making a difference in other people's lives beyond our business. Uh, just as fellow human beings, and you might discover that you this has got a soft place in your heart and that you want to get involved. So when we come back, we're going to talk some more with Ken John about uh, homeless statistics and about how you can potentially get involved either here in northern Colorado or locally. It's the Joel Com Show. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Joel Com Show right here on webmasterradio.fm. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Traffic. Leads. Money. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Joel Com Show, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. And I'm with Ken John of HomelessGear.com. Ken, there's a lot of uh, stereotypes out there about what the homeless community is, is really like. You know, we see people as we're pulling off the, uh, the highway, holding signs, uh, we'll work for food. And, you know, I, I've done some reading on that. Uh, and according to my research, most of them aren't really looking for jobs. They're, they're looking for, for handouts. Um, but that's the perception. You know, those, that, that's really the face of homelessness because that's what we see. But uh, much of the homeless community is very invisible. Uh, so talk a little bit about what's really going on out there. Well, first of all, you know, I, I'm embarrassed to say I had those same stereotypes when I entered into this world a couple of years ago. And one of the, I think, the most uh, eye-opening statistics and, and stereotype um, buster that I heard is that the average age of a homeless person in Colorado is nine years old. Oh, my. And so, you know, you go from there, and 60% of our homeless are families with young children. Mm. And so right there, the stereotypical, you know, mid-40s, scruffy-looking, uh, you know, Toothless. male adult, uh, you know, on the street corner is just blown away. Um, you know, I, I think Fort Collins and northern Colorado is a, a relatively... Um, not affluent, but we're a relatively financially sound community. And in one school district alone, in the Pooter School District, we have 900 kids that have been identified as being homeless. Now, I want to clarify, that's maybe not homeless to the extent where they're all out on the streets, but homeless from the definition that they have no fixed, permanent, titled residents. So they're in cars, they're in shelters, they're tripled up in family units in a trailer somewhere. Uh, so there's a lot of people that we're passing on the street every day that are homeless that neither you or I would know just by visually looking at them. Mm -hmm. And you know, 
it's it's a lot easier to reach the adult homeless community uh, because well they're adult they know they have needs and uh, frequently they're willing to to bite the bullet and and humbly ask for help and receive help but the kids if the average age is nine that means there's a lot of teenagers out there and where are they and do they want help will they receive help how do you reach them you know the 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 two extremes the older adult population and actually the families are the two parts of it that are somewhat easy to reach but that middle group the teen group they don't want to be identified they're probably not in school so they're not being identified that way um, they're couch surfing they're they're moving from place to place they're probably running from something or that they have issues with authority or with people that have been unkind to them in the past so there is is one whole group that really is part of that invisible homeless now what you're doing at homeless gear we're going to talk about here in just a minute um, obviously you're part of the solution but what is the bigger solution what do you think as as a nation uh, we need to do or is it all is it all local well you know it, it certainly starts locally and then it goes nationally but every every community first of all has to come to the understanding that they have homeless within their community so just opening people's eyes as we're doing today is the start of that process many communities simply want to ignore the fact that this problem exists well in fact uh, somebody in the chat room said in Colorado Springs they outlaw outlawed homelessness you know there they still give camping tickets in Fort Collins and Boulder and other places on the basis that you're not supposed to be homeless but yet there are homeless people what are they going to do so yeah that's an example of sort of turning your back on the problem and acting like it's not really there uh, somebody mentioned that Salvation Army does good work with the homeless is uh, and I'm sure they have soup kitchens right and provide clothing but are they meeting the needs with uh, you know the gear type thing that you're doing we, we actually at our local Salvation Army again provide them with items that they're not receiving through normal channels. So when we show up with a sleeping bag or a really good winter coat or a tarp or a tent, again, the problem is places like that are getting inundated with normal kinds of clothing, which is great because there is a need for that as well. But the things that we're providing typically are not on most people's radar. And, of course, one of the problems is that uh, people give to nonprofits, 501c3s, and a large portion of that ends up going to administrative costs. Uh, what, do you, what do you, you know, and we know that's the case. You know, we've seen it happen uh, you know, with the United Way. We see it happen with the funds that are sent to Haiti. Uh, how do you run homeless gear to make sure that that's not a problem? Well, first and foremost, I'm a full-time, unpaid executive director um, as a volunteer. So you probably won't find that right off the bat in a lot of, uh, a lot of the agencies that are out there. And you're able to do that because you had a successful business, which you sold and you Absolutely. got money in the bank. Absolutely. I'm, I'm blessed to be in this position. But on top of that, 
we have over 100 volunteers who aren't in the exact same position I'm in that give of their time. Um, we actually only have a very small, probably half of one person paid position um, in homeless gear. So we have been able to tap into the fact that there are so many people out there that want to help. They just don't know exactly how they can help. And in many cases, we're unique in that we're not actually asking for money as a lot of the other agencies depend on cash funding. Now, don't get me wrong. We can use cash funding and put it into buying bulk product that we can't collect in the quantities that we need. Um, but basically, we're trying to ask people for either volunteer time or surplus that's simply sitting in their garages and their basements and businesses that have product that uh, that they can't either sell or it's been returned. So the whole homeless gear thing is a little bit different than most nonprofit organizations. This is Joel Com here with Ken John of homelessgear.com. I hope that this is uh, reaching a point, uh, uh, an area, a space in your soul. Uh, because this is really important, and folks, we can make a difference. You know, uh, it's amazing when I go somewhere um, and, and see a homeless guy in the street, and just buy him a meal. How they they light up to uh, to be able to see that. And we're going to talk more about this and how you can help when we come back right after this break. Stay tuned for more of the Joel Com Show right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Ecom experts Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Joel Com Show, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Ken John of homelessgear.com talking about a real important topic. And uh, Ken, you know, we're, we're getting some comments in the, um, the chat room about jobs. And there's, I think there's a myth out there that homeless people don't want to work. What's the truth? Well, in, in any segment of our society, there are going to people to be people that don't want to work. That's not... Like, um, like me. I'd, I'd rather go trout. No. <laughs> in any segment that we've got. The homeless are no different. But I think what most people don't understand is the percentage of homeless people that do not want to work is a very, very small percentage. It's the minority. Most of the folks that I've been exposed with absolutely want to, want to earn a living. They want to get off the streets. And frankly, it's a self-esteem issue. They want to work because they don't want a handout. Uh, many of the people that come to us ask for things like steel-toed construction boots because they simply can't get a job in the construction market without that type of equipment. So I've learned that this population absolutely wants to earn a living. They want to do what it takes to change their position in life. But they need equipment, they need clothing, they need certain things in order to make that happen. In, in uh, speaking, getting to know these people, because you have, they've become your friends. Um, have you been able to discern how much money can somebody actually make standing on a corner at an exit ramp and saying, I'm, I'm homeless, please give? Actually, they can certainly survive doing that. And in some situations, I wouldn't say thrive, but they can certainly earn more doing that than they would a minimum wage job somewhere in some cases. Now, that's still a pretty rough way of sort of making a living. Right. But I think, I think if there were people who simply didn't want to work, if that was the vast majority, you would see people on every single corner holding up signs. Right. They simply don't want to do that, even though... In some cases, that's a, a survival method. And frankly, in some cases, they're taking advantage of people's uh, genuine uh, you know, desire to help them. Right. And that's why we tend to focus on their basic needs. Give somebody a coat. Give them a pair of socks. Give them some warm gloves. Because that's what they actually need to survive or to get that next job. And, and of course, that's the goal. The goal is to... Help them survive so that they, they can uh, do what they need to do to get off the streets and have a job and be able to support themselves, their family, and have a home. Uh, absolutely. If you can imagine trying to get a job in this environment especially after you've slept outside all night and you've probably not gotten a lot of sleep, um, you know, part of our mission is to help these people not only survive, but to get through in a manner that then they can be presentable to a job interview. Right. Well, let's talk a little bit. You, you know, you've got your website, and I encourage everybody to go check out homelessgear.com. Uh, just like it sounds, there's some great articles and information up there. Can um, talk a little bit about what people can do, whether, uh, let's start with whether they're local here uh, or whether they're nowhere near northern Colorado. Sure. You know, one of uh, the things that we stress is that we're not really looking to have people ship product all the way across the country into Colorado to help necessarily the homeless here. 
there are homeless in every single community. So if you happen to see what we're doing and you're intrigued by the concept and you've got product in your home that you'd like to donate, we can help you make those matches. We can find a local a homeless facility that would accept that product and match it to someone in need. Just raising people's awareness throughout each community is a, is a great thing. If you're local to Colorado or you're local to northern Colorado, obviously we'd like you to contact us if you have surplus product or if you have a means of reaching out. One of the things that we do is we find an individual in a church or in a scout troop or in a class who wants to help and they'll do a gear drive and a clothing drive and a and a, and a, uh, uh, an equipment drive within their group so they're turning the power of one person into reaching out and collecting product within their neighborhood or their church and that product is distributed so there's lots of ways that you can help and certainly uh, you've got a model for homeless gear that can be replicated in other communities around the country. Absolutely, and it doesn't have to be done on a full-time basis. You know, we're doing this statewide. You can do it um, on a one-event basis. You can do it in just your local community. There's different ways that you can do this to help the homeless within your community. Obviously, we're, we're reaching out trying to find corporate sponsors, too, and we've been blessed to have people like REI and Kelty and Sierra Designs, and a lot of corporate people have stepped up and said, you know, we get return product, we have surplus, we have samples, why don't we turn that into value to these people in need? So the corporate world has also stepped up in a big way to help with this. That's great. And of course, if uh, you just want to help out and give a donation, if you go to homelessgear.com, you'll see on the right side, there's a place for cash donations, there's a button for individual or group product donations, there's a place to donate corporate surplus. Every bit of what you donate, whether it's cash or product, every bit, 100% of it goes to um, to meet the needs of people. Ken John, uh, the executive director of Homeless Gear, doesn't take a penny. Um, and you know, it, it's a great example of uh, being blessed with uh, business success and then saying, you know, what else can I do with my life? Listen, there's nothing wrong with making money. We've got to support our own families and, and give back to our communities. And, and I believe that uh, the financial gain that we have is not to be squandered just for ourselves. So I would encourage you to go to homelessgear.com, uh, help out if you're able, or just help out in your own community. Uh, find out. How can I give back and make a difference in the lives of others? Because, folks, after all said and done, the money that you leave behind when you die and all the, the goods that you've acquired, hey, that's all great. But really, it's when you make a difference in the lives of others. That's what lasts, I believe, for all eternity. Ken John with Homeless Gear, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Joel, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And uh, you guys spread the word about the show. We're on every week. It is uh, webmasterradio.fm. And you can actually go on iTunes and search for the Joel Com Show for the podcast. All the past shows uh, that we've done. A lot of interesting guests. And, of course, got more good stuff coming to you next week. So until then, you go out there and do good stuff. We'll see you.